Welcome to Hashtag Gen Z. I'm your host, Megan Grace. Welcome back. This is episode 25 of Hashtag Gen Z. This is part three of a special three-part series focusing on how the COVID-19 pandemic is impacting Generation Z at all ages. If you tuned into the last episode, we explored how the pandemic is impacting the lives of high school students. This episode focuses on how the lives of elementary and junior high students have changed and will feature three students from across the country who are currently in elementary and junior high school. They share about their experiences so far and how life has changed since the pandemic began. My first guest is Libby, who shared about how she has experienced the pandemic so far and how she and her family are staying safe and entertained while staying safe at home. I would like to welcome my new guest and new friend. Her name's Libby. She's in the fourth grade, and she's joining us to talk more about her experiences as a student during the COVID-19 pandemic. So Libby, welcome. How are you? Uh, I'm good. How are you? I'm great. You know, I love being able to, to hang out and talk with new friends such as yourself and hear about new stories. So if you're ready, I would love to learn a little bit more about how the COVID-19 pandemic has impacted your life and especially how it's impacted school for you. Well, it has impacted school for me because I don't get to be with my friends so much and I don't get to have as much time to like I get to go at my own pace uh, to do things and we uh, yeah I just don't get to be with my friends so much and I like it I like homeschooling because it lets me go at my own pace yeah that's it's definitely nice to have it are there any aspects about school that you miss besides your friends I know that's probably definitely not as much fun when you don't get to learn with your friends but any other aspects of school that have changed for you well, the aspects that has, have changed for me are, uh, like, what I can't really go outside to do recess, or I don't get to go into a cafeteria. Uh, I just do everything at my desk, and I don't get as much exercise, like, in a gym. Yeah, that's definitely a big change. I'm sure the variety of your days probably doesn't feel as much as it did when you were going to school and hanging out with your friends. And um, I hope you're able to find some time to, to get out and enjoy some some outside refreshing energy when you can, if the weather's good where you live. But definitely there's some aspects of school that are beyond the class that are really important, especially, you know, even just being able to go to the cafeteria and have lunch with your friends is that that can be a highlight for some people. And so I'm, I'm sad you don't get to have that. I hope that you can at least have some fun lunches with your family, but that hopefully by next year when you're heading to the fifth grade, um, that things will be a little bit closer to normal and get back to feeling normal again. Yeah. So you mentioned that you're spending a lot of time at home, as we all are. How are you spending your time during social distancing and quarantining at your house? Well, uh, I try to make things happier. So I I usually go outside play with my sister Josie and I usually garden with my mom and play. we did we do these fun art projects where we paint uh, Nerf gun bullets and we shoot at a piece of paper and we also 
uh, knock down uh, plastic cups with with Nerf guns. You know what? That is, you're getting creative with your entertainment. I love that you're finding fun ways to be outside. You mentioned that you're gardening. Is there anything that you've planted that you're really excited about? Uh, Well, we did plant a spiral herb garden. And uh, also, I forgot to say that another thing that I do is I love to do magic tricks. So I do a lot of magic. That is really fun. So much going on there. You have so many different interests, gardening and magic. You're like a quadruple threat at this point. That's amazing. <laughs> I, I love to hear that you're staying entertained. You're. It sounds like you're finding really fun and creative ways to, to keep busy and hang out with your family. And it sounds like there's a lot of good times happening there. So I'm glad to hear that. But you did mention your friends. Um, you definitely miss them. But how do you think that the pandemic is going to impact you and some of your friends and peers down the road long term? What do you think is going to change because of it? So like if we so you know that history repeats itself. So if it happens again, this pandemic, then uh, we know how to handle it. And uh, while I'm homeschooling, I learned how to uh, get a whole bunch of different websites, be responsible of myself. And I learned since I miss my friends, but I can at least uh, go on Zoom and FaceTime my friends. And uh, it's just, it will help me learn how to be responsible and know how to work a device in the future. Did you ever Zoom your friends before this? Or was that something you learned how to do because of the pandemic? I never Zoomed before the pandemic. We just learned it uh, when we started homeschooling. Yeah, that's pretty Zoom. I was using Zoom before because I was using it for work for a lot of different things. And so now I think it's really funny that I'm seeing like some of my friends that are adults and might have kids that are like Zooming on a Friday night. And I was like, this is just I never would have thought that this was the world we'd be living in where we're Zooming our our loved ones. But hey, we got to use what we have. So what worries you the most about the pandemic and COVID-19? I worry about my sister Katie uh, and her two kids in New York since that's the hot spot and I worry about uh, all my family members in different states and in through America and maybe even different countries and I worry about even when my mom and dad uh, go to the store I worry about them if they if, if they're wearing their masks and if they're wearing uh, if they're wearing protective gear. Yeah, there's, and I'm constantly amazed, especially as I talk with, you know, some people that are the same age as you that you all could easily say that you're worried about getting it yourself or you're worried that you won't be able to play sports again or you won't be able to have recess like you used to. But almost everyone's saying that they're worried about their family. And I really commend you all for, you know, being so young, but having such a big perspective on this and understanding the impacts of it and how mature you all are handling it. And I'm really, really proud of you. So, I'm I'm definitely worried about my family as well. I'm just I'm worried even about the people I don't know and and my neighbors and the people in my city that we all take care of each other. So yeah. I like to end interviews on a little bit more of a, a bright note. I don't like to leave on worries, though I think they're important to talk about, but I don't think it's what we should end on. So we spent a lot more time at home and we've been spending more time probably reflecting on things. 
what are some things that you've reflected on that you are grateful for um, since the pandemic became began? Um, I'm grateful for uh, like once all the social distancing is gone and school is still out and I'm thankful for my uh, neighbors so that I can actually go and play with them once the social distancing is over. And I'm thankful for my parents because they got all the food that we need before the pandemic. Everybody thought they were crazy for getting so prepared, but now they're like, now uh, they're actually wanting to be as prepared as us. Yeah, I'm I'm thankful that your family was able to prepare and hopefully it wasn't as it was pretty wild in my town where people were trying to stock up on things. I hope that wasn't the case for you all, but I'm so I'm thankful that yeah. you are safe. I'm thankful that you're with family and and hopefully I'm, I have my fingers crossed and I'm sending lots of prayers and thoughts that we're able to go back to life as normal and do things that we love doing, even if it is just playing with our neighbors down the road. So Libby, thank you so much for joining me. I loved being able to chat with you and have a a little bit of time to connect and, and learn more about your experience. So thank you so much. I next spoke with Makai, an eighth grader, who shared his perspective as a student that's wrapping up his time in junior high and will be heading off to high school next year. I am so excited to welcome my new friend Makai is here to join us and he is an elementary junior high age student that's joining us to talk about how life and school and experiences have definitely changed during the COVID-19 pandemic. So I'd like to welcome my new friend Makai. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm great. You know, I'm excited to be able to spend time with you today and I really appreciate you spending time with me um, and sharing a little bit more about what life has been like in the last few weeks. So how has COVID-19 and the pandemic impacted your life and schooling the most recently? Um, re- really, it's just made it harder for me to like get to be with my friends. Like I'm a person I would rather be talking to someone like face-to-face than via Discord or Zoom. It's also made it harder like to learn because I feel like it's easier when a teacher is in front of me so I can like concentrate on my work and like I won't wander off into my thoughts and that doesn't like feel that bad but like it also takes away like it makes it like a 30 minute assignment turn into an hour. Yeah because you don't get that immediate feedback from a teacher or a peer. I'm sure that's uh, definitely a new a new phenomena for you. What are um, some other ways that it's impacting life? I know I'm, I'm sure you're missing friends and missing teachers and, and that life experience that you're getting at school, but what are some other ways that you've seen the pandemic kind of impact your life um, as an elementary junior high student? Well, I've noticed that like my, my parents are like a lot more cautious around like me even being around people themselves. Like I don't really ever leave the house and it's probably a lot worse for lots of other people too. Definitely. It's creating a, I don't want to say a paranoia, but it's, I don't know if you've run any errands or anything, but even just me going to the grocery store, I feel so hesitant being around other people. And um, I know that I'm healthy, but I I don't want to be catching something or I don't want to be passing on something to someone. But anyways, um, so you mentioned that you're spending a lot more time at home. You're not really leaving the house all that much. So how are you spending your time during social distancing and, and kind of quarantining away? Well, during quarantine, I've been like helping my dad out around the 
house, like, doing yard work. And then also I've been playing games with my friends, like, online. And then, like, a lot uh, a lot of other stuff. Like, I've been drawing in my notebook and stuff like that. What kind of games are you playing online with your friends? I'm playing, like, just, like, the common games people would play, like, Fortnite and stuff like that. That's what I was looking for. You got to catch me up on what, what's cool with the kids these days because I think what's cool with my older friends were it's probably not cool with you all. But it's interesting you mentioned mentioned quarantine. Did you really know what that meant before all of this happened? No, definitely no. not. No, I know. And it's one of those, it's very technical term. I've only really heard quarantine for like really, 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 really sick people. And now we're all kind of going through it. So very interesting. Um so thinking into the future, and I know that you are probably really excited to one day get back to being able to see your friends and maybe go back to school in the fall and hopefully have a little bit of summer to hold on to. But when you think down the road, what do you think COVID-19 and the, the pandemic, how do you think that's going to impact you and your peers long term? Well, I feel like it's going to be, it's not, it's not going to be very like, good because like like going to school is already like was already pretty hard but um now that we're doing the online schooling I've noticed it's like a lot easier and you can just like sit around and just sit on your couch and do the schooling so since we're in eighth grade next year we're gonna be heading on into high school so that would already be a big change from the start from going to middle of high school but having a going from online school to like basically a five-month summer and then going straight to high school, I feel like that's going to definitely impact us during our first few years. Absolutely. What do you think you're missing out on the most right now with being the end of your eighth grade year and going to high school? What are, I mean, aside from learning very differently, what are some of the other things you think you might be missing out on in this time? Well, my school does this big party for the eighth graders that are leaving, and that's pretty much all I'm missing out on. It's a bummer. Are you going to be going to the same high school as a lot of your friends at your current school, or are there some people that are going to different high schools? Um, I'm going to the same high school as most of my friends. Like, only one of my friends is going to a different high school. I'm very sad about that, but I, I still get, I'll still get to see them a lot. Good. So at least they're hopefully staying in town with you and you can connect with them on the weekends or after school. So that's good. And I'm really sad that you're not going to be able to go to your end of, you know, end of eighth grade party. That's definitely a big bummer that you won't be able to, to do that. But I hope that your friends and family, you all can celebrate some other way. Um, we've had a lot of accomplishments and going on to high school is a really big deal. So I hope that you have the opportunity to celebrate everything you've accomplished so far and over the summer in a different way. You know, it might not be with everybody in your class, but I hope that you can do something. Thank you. My last, you know, few questions, what has been most worrisome for you or what have you worried about the most about the pandemic and COVID-19? Well, I feel like even though I'm not going out much, like maybe every once in a while, I'll go to the grocery with my mom. I feel like I'm scared to get it, not because like I'm healthy, I probably wouldn't die from it, but I feel like I could pass it on to my family and it could be deadly for them. So like, I'm scared that that could happen to me. And then like lots of other people, like my friend, my friends, it could happen to them too. Like, I'm just scared that that would happen. Yeah. That's a, that's a really, I feel the same way. Um, I feel really scared that 
if I had it, I would pass it on to someone that maybe wouldn't have as strong of an immune system. So I definitely feel you there. So I know it's a, it's kind of a sad and kind of weird time for everybody, especially for our young people today, but um, I'm a big fan of practicing gratitude. So I would love to know, and if you, if you have an answer, what is kind of this time where we've had to stay home more um, and live life a little differently? What is this time um, made you appreciative of? Um, I'm definitely appreciative that I have a, I have a home and I can like eat, like I have, I have a place to eat a lot. I can eat still enough to fill me up. And I know that lots of people lost their jobs and it hasn't really affected my parents that much. I'm really thankful for that. Yeah, that's definitely, it's uh, one of those times where I think we can be empathetic to other people, but really appreciative for the things that we have. And you've got such a good outlook on this. And I really appreciate you sharing um, your experiences with us today. And um, that's all the questions I have. And I just can't thank you enough for coming on and telling us what life has been like lately for you. And my final guest this episode is Mimi, a fifth grader who shares about how her school is doing their best to adapt to learning during the pandemic, but also how she's staying connected with her classmates and friends. I'm so excited to welcome my new friend, Mimi. She joins us today and she's representing our fifth graders out there and here to share a little bit more about being a student in elementary school, but then also kind of going through this wild time of uh, the COVID-19 pandemic. So Mimi, welcome. Hi. Thank you so much for being here. And I'm really excited to hear more about life for you in the last few weeks. So let's talk, how has the COVID-19 pandemic impacted your life and especially how has it impacted schooling the most? Well, school is definitely less interactive. Like when when we're in school, like we have each other's energy and we could use each other's energy to learn and grow. But when we're on Zoom, we're all muted except for the teacher, which teachers probably enjoy a lot. Um, But we've gotten new programs. Like there's programs like Gizmos, which is an interactive math and science program that we use a lot. There's Flipgrid that is an interactive video program, um, which definitely helps brings more energy to school. Um, Seesaw helps with bringing back assignments. And um, specialists we also do over Zoom. Um, But what's interesting is coding. We have coding, but you would think it's easier to do over Zoom. But it's actually harder because when we're learning coding and we don't really know how to do it a lot, um, it's harder to ask questions and get the help that you need if you're confused. I do want to say that when I was in fifth grade, we were not even dreaming about coding. So that's incredible that they're offering that curriculum for your school. Had you ever done Zoom at all before the pandemic? Not at all. I just learned how to do it. It was really abrupt. I'm, and I'm sure you picked it up really, really easily because if, if you're coding in the fifth grade, Zoom is, it was probably a walk in the park for you. So um, it's definitely been an adjustment. I'm, did you do any sort of FaceTiming or video chatting with your friends or family members before the pandemic? Or was this kind of the first time where you used video technology like that to connect with people? Um, usually my friends have this thing called Google Hangouts that we use mm-hmm. to Google Hangout each other, but that's sort of more casual. Right now during during COVID, we've definitely been using Google Hangouts and FaceTime way more. I just got an iCloud so that I can um, have an easier time communicating with my friends and classmates. 
That's great. I'm glad you're able to still connect with your friends in that way. I know that some of the other young people that I've interviewed, that's been the biggest thing is they, we just miss our friends. I think not only for people that are your age, but all of us, regardless of how old you are, we just miss our friends. And I know I can't wait to hug my friends in in real life, but I'm so thankful that we have the technology we do to, to stay inside and safe, but still connected. So what are some of the other ways when you're not doing school, it sounds like your your school is really adapted to trying to deliver as much as possible remotely. But when you're not doing school, what are some other ways that you're staying entertained or, you know, spending your time during quarantine and social distancing? Um, I'm spending a lot of time gardening and in nature. Um, I think the plants have a better time surviving because um, we like, let's go check on the plants. And then if um, since we're not doing anything, we're like, OK, let's water them since there's nothing else to do, really. Um, we've been doing a lot of baking, like cookies, um, and even churros, and it's really fun to do that with my family. Um, I even made my own board game with my sister, Amelia, um, and, um, we've been, Amelia organized a fun run that I've been helping her do a lot of to raise money for hospitals in New York that need help. Um, again, taking my dog, Roxy, out for a walk that she, she really likes that, um, I think that's about it. That uh, you sound like you've got such a robust schedule. It sounds really fun. Uh, I love that you're gardening. What is your favorite thing that you've planted since you started your garden? Um, I think definitely the corn because usually it hasn't worked out, but it's looking really healthy. So I'm really excited for that. I might need to consult your um, pro gardening tips after this call because mine is struggling a little bit but I think you brought up dogs I think dogs are probably the biggest winners of social distancing right now because all their owners are home all the time and they get to go on all the walks so one plus is that the dogs are happy the dogs are definitely well taken care of I'm glad that you have plenty and you're spending time with family and you've got a lot of really fun hobbies and activities that you're working on so how do you think that the COVID-19 pandemic is going to impact you and your peers long-term when you think a year or two down the road, what do you think are some of the things that are going to change because of what we're going through right now? Um, Well, I think this is definitely going to be a moment that we're never going to forget and it's going to be in all of the history books. Um, But I think life is mostly going to go back to normal. We're definitely going to um, wash our hands more and sanitize more. I think you're completely right as we're all going to think about health and safety and our wellness a little bit more. And uh, especially when we're in these large public spaces and making sure that we're not spreading disease or we're not spreading germs and bacteria and whatnot. So I think you're spot on. Yeah, um, I also think that um, we're probably going to appreciate like even just a hug with our friends or um, spending time with someone else besides our family um, now that we've been in um, quarantine for a long time. Yeah, I don't think I'm ever going to be able to go back to just having dinner with friends and not be appreciative of the ability to do that and spend time with yeah. people like that. Um, I think it's really interesting that we're literally um, living history right now. Um, I just think that all my specialist teachers are recording the Zooms like that might be used as a primary source for like um, elementary schools later down the road. And that's just so cool to think about. Yeah, it's maybe it's not necessarily the most uplifting thing to be uh, to be part of history of. But it's, it's certain that there has never been something in modern history like this that has impacted so many people. So I agree with you. I think we're living through history right now and it'll definitely be something that we we talk about probably for the rest of our lives. It's not just going to be something that blows over. Um, yeah, I think that um, I'm definitely thankful also for the technology and though it can never ever be a replacement to 
physical contact. I'm so glad that we can still see each other even virtually because um, if this happened before all this technology, I don't know, you know how we'd still be educated or still be with our friends or seeing our friends. I'm also agreeing with you that I'm thankful I have thought about this multiple times of even just 15 years ago, how this would be so different and a much more different and possibly isolating experience if we didn't have the technology we have for connection, but also just medical advancement and distributing information and news. And so I'm thankful that sometimes we have this, the ability to connect and be connected the way that we do. So, yeah. So I know it's kind of a, an, a worrisome time for a lot of people. And I don't even, I, I think that young people such as yourself are included in that. What are some of the things that you've been worried about most about COVID-19? I think definitely not knowing I have it and passing it on to someone else. Cause just holding that guilt is so much. Um, and like you could just go go to a random place and then um though kids are um often asymptomatic um um we don't even that's more dangerous because we don't even we might not even know we have it and then go go somewhere else and just spread it um which can be really dangerous um yeah I agree with you it's um, a good perspective to have but I also think that like there are so many sick people in the world and so many like tr- this is like a very troubling time and even like deaths but there are also so many people who care and um and want to make a difference and save lives which I think is really important there's a lot of things to be worried about but there's also I think it's showing us that there are a lot of really good people out there and there's a lot of really uh, passionate people that want to help others no matter if they know them or not like there, I think there's a lot of random and unconditional kindness that's going on right now so as much as it's scary I think we're also seeing some really good in the world yeah um with my school we just read this book called um fever um 1793 um and it's sort of a historical fiction um it's about yellow fever in 1793 um the title um but there's this there is this hospital that the main character Maddie goes to that used to be like a joke hospital where thieves would go to um and not really um really a hospital at all but ever since like the yellow fever outbreak epidemic um like it's sort of um the people in bush hill have sort of come together um to help people and save people that's a a good one maybe we we should all be picking up a copy of that to learn a little bit about it maybe escape a little bit from today's reality but I like to leave all of the interviews on a little bit of a happier note. I don't want to live and stay within our worries because there's a lot to worry about these days. But for you, and I know I've had this opportunity to sit and think more about what I'm grateful for and what I'm appreciative of, what has social distancing and quarantining and kind of this time helped you become more grateful of? Um, Human contact, um, being with someone else. Um, besides my family, no offense to them. Um, but I also um, think it, like, definitely appreciating nature is a really big part of it. Um, and so human contact, appreciating nature, and being able to, like, have a conversation with my friends physically. Yeah. And our health and safety. Definitely. How could I forget that? Yes. I wake up every day and I'm, I'm thankful to be able to do that alone. But you bring up such a good point of... I don't think we're ever going to take for granted the ability to hug our friends or 
see family members or spend time with people we care about in person. I think it's, I've always cherished those things, but I think um, those moments are going to mean so much more after this. And I love the perspective you're taking on it. It seems, it sounds like you're being uh, very positive and resilient through all of this. And I appreciate that because I know that it is definitely a tough time for everyone, especially young people. Mimi, thank you so much for joining me for a quick conversation today. I loved hearing about your experiences and learning more about how you've uh, how you've experienced the pandemic. Thank you. I'd like to thank Libby, Mackay, and Mimi for joining me this episode. Just because they're younger doesn't mean that they aren't being impacted by this pandemic. They're missing their friends in school and being able to engage in their favorite activities. But even at a young age, these Gen Zers are still worried about their families and friends, the safety of their community, and if life will ever feel normal again. They're also staying up to date on information and are aware of how this is impacting the world around them. I appreciate Libby, Mackay, and Mimi for being so pleasantly mature, also reminding us that little things in life are important and that we have so much to be grateful for. Thank you for tuning into this episode. This wraps up the special three-part series on how COVID-19 is impacting Generation Z. Returning back to podcasting for this project has brought me so much joy in the last few weeks. My guests have been so wonderful, and I appreciate each and every one of them for sharing their time and stories with me. They've served as a reminder to me and to those listening the importance of engaging the youth in this conversation if we want to fully understand the experiences of the youth. To Jenna, Austin, Kina, and Madison, Luke, Alexia, Libby, Mackay, and Mimi, thank you. You're incredible representatives of your generation and have shown so much light into my life lately. As we wrap up this series, I want to thank all of those who tuned into the stories of Generation Z. I'll be back with an official season three, but I'm taking some time off. I have some great content planned, so I'll hopefully be back with new interviews and episodes later on this summer or early this fall. If you have a topic you'd like me to explore or a guest you'd like to be featured, my inbox is always open. You can connect with me through my website, meganmgrace.com, or find me on social media on Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Thank you all so much for tuning in, and wherever you are, I hope you're staying safe and healthy. Let's continue this conversation, and we'll chat soon. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.